All right. Welcome to our podcast, for which we haven't decided a name yet. <laughs> my, my name is Atam Freet. Uh, I'm from India. And right now we are in uh, Michigan. And with me, we it's have... The fabulous, the fabulous Laura. I'm Laura. Uh, I'm from Mexico City. Um, I just moved from Mexico five months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Laura was my Airbnb guest. Yeah, that's how we met. And that's how we met. And five months later, we are really good friends now. And about three days ago, Laura comes to me or messages me, hey, I want to do a project with you. And that's, I want to record a podcast. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. I mean, this is something that I've been thinking about anyway. Really? Yeah. I was because have you have you not seen my Facebook live? Like, yeah, I know, but although but a podcast is really different than a Facebook live. Yeah, but in the realm of internet marketing and really uh, pushing your limits in the field of public speaking, podcast podcast is, is one of the things okay. that people do. Okay, good. So because I want to establish myself as a name in the world of uh, motivational speakers keynote speakers Mm -hmm. this is one thing that i need to do and the reason i started facebook lives was the same thing i want to get comfortable doing things that make me uncomfortable and podcast facebook live they're all the same category kind of so the reason that i asked you to to do this project with me is because i got inspired by a podcast uh, from Mexico and it's called Dos Nombres Comunes in Spanish and it's uh, the name is Two Common Names in English mm-hmm. and in it uh, also disclaimer I have a disclaimer as, as, as I'm from Mexico my first language isn't English so I probably uh, make a lot of grammar mistakes <laughs> and i will correct her yeah and right. and i'm gonna take it as always i'm gonna take it good because mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's a good thing for you to yeah of course to i want to help me you the, improve the... yeah of course yeah mm-hmm. so anyhow so i got inspired by this by this podcast that it's um that it's a guy from sweet from sweden mm-hmm. and a guy from mexico they both live in mexico and i like that they both give uh their their perspective about things common daily daily things mm-hmm. but with different backgrounds you know so i think that would be pretty interesting that's why also i asked you to to join me in this project because because you think i'm interesting one yeah. two okay. and because because our 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 backgrounds are very very different mm-hmm. so very different yet same indians and mexicans well, yeah, but at this, I mean, yeah, there there are things that are very similar, mm-hmm. but we still have different perspectives in many things. Yeah, especially about time, because I'm always late, and you attribute that to being <laughs> a stereotype about all Indians, and I think it is probably true. We are almost always late, because for some reason, the clock doesn't work the same way for us. Uh, <laughs> I, like, I start from my home sometimes at the time that I have to be somewhere. 
Like I had to be at your house at six today, and I started from my place at six or four. Yeah, and and, and I knew. And then got here at six fifteen. So. But I think... I think it's a Mexican thing, also. Like in Mexico, it's very common uh, that people get late to to places or to meetings. It's it's very common. I think that's a thing I I've learned along my my personal experiences but it's also very common in mexico so that's why okay. i don't get i don't i don't get mad at you for being late because yeah. i'm, I'm you very look pretty mad in your message but anyhow no i i was just trying to be funny but mm -hmm. but yeah so so yeah that's why i thought it was very interesting to share this project together because mm -hmm. it, even i mean i know that we have the same basis um when when talking about uh respect and honesty and so I, i know that that's the same but still we have m different point points of view yeah for sure about many I things mean, respect when you talk about respect one of the things that i've i've adapted or i'm trying to learn more is respecting women and this has been a major topic of learning for me because of what I saw while growing up in my household and how men behave towards women back in India. So it's really hard for me to be that way now because I'm in US and the culture is totally different here. Women are more upfront about what they want, what their desires are. And I've experienced that in relationships and Like there was a time when I was really expecting my girlfriend to cook for me like three meals a day. Like, mm -hmm. and I think it was not taken very well. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've learned over time that expectations are not the way to go anyway. Because when you're expecting, you're not letting the other person have a choice to give you. And that's where love that's where love comes in. You have to have a choice. And my my way of going about it was expecting that as if it's my right. And that's where I think the love goes out the window and you're expecting or you start expecting. So I have a question because mm -hmm. I think that this thing that you mentioned about women uh being more I don't know being more confident to to say the things they are thinking and mm -hmm. and uh standing up uh to men or against men how can i say it they're standing up and they're standing for their rights yeah exactly standing up for so that's that's a that's a new thing like it's it's maybe after the 50s right so my question is 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 it Like can you can you see the change in India as well that now it it has become like more common for women to to be empowered and say the things mm -hmm. or or it or not or are they still a little behind in that aspect? Well, I think from what I can see, the Westernization. This is mm. how I see it. It's the Westernization of the Indian culture. So we have learned the same things and the same principles and the same lifestyle from the American movies and TV and MTV and how to dress up 
And I think Indian women are now very much at par with American women in terms of their choices, their freedom, what they want to do, when they want to do, how they want to do it. So I think Indian women are no different than American women in today's time. Really? Yeah. Oh. I mean, in, in some in some uh, categories, maybe. Like, but I would say that we might be five to six years behind okay. in terms of culture. But we're catching up pretty fast. Yeah. Because in Mexico, uh, I think about respecting women, I think it's um, more common to see uh, like this this difference between empowered women and women that still that, that still can't uh, mm-hmm. can't say the things they think. Uh, it's very clear between cities. Mm-hmm. And uh, te- and small towns. Okay. Well, now that you say it like that, I think it's the same way in India as well. For exa- for example, in big cities like New Delhi and mm-hmm. Mumbai, mm-hmm. where which are metro cities, mm-hmm. you will see more women working and going to offices, having jobs like IT jobs and engineering jobs. And the bigger the city, more forward the women are. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's because mm-hmm. here, I mean, Sterling Heights, where we are <laughs> recording, it's a very small city. Very, yeah, very but this small is one. US. You will not, in my opinion, you will not see much difference. In uh, terms of... I disagree. I disagree because Sterling Heights, and you know it, Sterling Heights is a Chaldean, it's Chaldean community. Okay. But, so Chaldeans, I don't know if, if I, I don't know if the people are listening no because before i i came here do you did you know about chaldeans i did not know what chaldeans are and where they come from so maybe so, you can tell them about yeah. it yeah so chaldeans are this i don't know how like religion community uh, culture i don't know it's 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 they're, a mix of things right they're from iraq right yeah they are from iraq from baghdad and they are um catholic catholics catholic, they're catholics yeah. from from iraq and they migrate migrate is that a word yeah they migrate to they migrated they migrated mm-hmm. they they migrated to to the u.s and in sterling heights there's i think it's a very big community in sterling very, heights and troy as well so my my point is that even even that's a very interesting thing about the u.s also that even if it, it's the u.s and it's a very uh, uh, like I don't know, updated in in mm-hmm. every advanced, a, advanced. Mm-hmm. Uh, still I don't know if Chaldeans uh, are as forward as the white Caucasian American. Woman. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. So when you were talking about America versus India, I was only picturing in my head New York, the, no, the, the American women, like the white American women. Oh, okay. So I was, <laughs> So, I'm not saying okay. all of them are like very forward, but I think they are the European background American women. So they are more open, okay. more upfront about their rights and desires and mm-hmm. ambition. And women from Eastern cultures, let's say Chinese women in the US or Chaldean women, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they 
are still very close to their eastern cultures so that you're not gonna see them go crazy uh in mm. in bars like late night maybe uh, yeah i don't know <laughs> we've, seen some. <laughs> yeah, we've seen some yeah we've seen some last week so but okay yeah so i think i'm gonna get in trouble for saying all these things yeah me too <laughs> i shouldn't <laughs> but uh but, but yeah hey, well, this is america right this is the place where country, we can yeah. we can bash our own president and that's something that i want to talk about next because like the way people talk about trump here there is no respect for the president of the country and back in india you cannot talk about your president or prime minister with that much freedom no really yeah we don't have that kind of freedom like i don't see people bashing publicly on tv the the political politicians so but but the reason that you don't do that it's because there there're going to be consequences because of doing so or it's because you you have only like the respect you, uh, just respect well what, what is it well i'm not a very political guy but i think there is this general courtesy of being Res- nice and respectful i mean they are the leaders of your country you you don't want to uh, insult them and make funny memes about them on the internet like we should google after our talk today funny memes about indian In- prime minister and if we can find them or not even if we find them mm-hmm. i don't think they're going to be that ridiculous as i've seen people bash trump here so in mexico it's it's pretty similar i mean we just changed uh our president we the, the, mm-hmm. there was a change uh last yeah last, last year and the president that it's um right now he's very loved by by mexicans mm-hmm. but the one before him he was like very bullied like all we had he was bullied just he was, like trump yeah yeah okay. like they always uh talk to him as uh as like he's very dumb like very dumb mm very stupid now like that stupid. i recall there was a politician <coughs> who was trying to get elected and his name is rajiv gandhi and he was considered one of the stupidest lamest politicians ever to be in the history of indian politics and we did make a lot of fun of him but he didn't take any position in the office he's just the leader of a party that lost but he was actually trying to become the prime minister of india but he lost really badly because he didn't have any sense of what he was talking he didn't have any command over public uh, when he was speaking in front of crowds he, he wouldn't have any facts or politics right so yeah so i don't know about trump that's that's a thing that i don't feel really comfortable to talk about to talk about trump I mean here in the US wow. now that I'm that now that I'm living here because I think that my position here it's really uh it's really uncertain. Mm. So I don't know how is it going to be taken that I can that if if I say something against mm-hmm. against Trump. Mm. So you feel that you might say something and offend someone and yeah But you, and they might but, and they but, might but is it in regards to your job are you yeah, afraid that you may lose your job 
it has to do with that and yeah most of it and also because i have really good relationship with uh, with people that that are that support trump also you know people who support trump yeah many and, many and here in the us like M your yeah, colleagues many okay. so i don't feel comfortable saying what i think about mm -hmm. about polit politicians uh because i feel in a very uh weak position to do that mm -hmm. because i don't want to i don't i don't want to income uh to to make make them uncomfortable and mm -hmm. make the whole situation uncomfortable because mm -hmm. i think that people here and i'm talking about our our state and our The place we live. You're just talking about our office. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> to be more clear. Yeah. So stop talking about state in general <laughs> as if you are going out and speaking about politics. And yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I just think that they are very supportive about politics and they are very involved and very passionate about it. So mm -hmm. I don't want to say the things I think mm -hmm. because I feel that they might take it, take it wrong mm -hmm. because they are so passionate about it. So, so I don't feel so, free to so say let, the things so I So let's think. go deeper into that. Do you feel that it is part of your personality as a whole? Do you sometimes not say the things that you really want to say? Like, do you feel that is part of Mexican culture? As being a woman from Mexico, do you feel that you have not had rights so. to say things? I don't think so. Because I think, oh. because about other things, I can, I can speak, I can speak out. Mm -hmm. and say the things I think and everything but it's always the same I mean I always feel the same when a group of people start talking about mm -hmm. politics mm -hmm. uh, and especially when they start uh, supporting Trump mm -hmm. it's it's that thing so I don't feel comfortable mm -hmm. about it and I, I actually I don't feel comfortable even to say something in the podcast about Trump because I don't know if I mean of course they they'll know that I do not support him. Uh oh, you said it. You yeah. said it. Uh oh. <laughs> I mean they they'll know and I think actually I don't know what you think. So I think for me it's very reasonable. But I want I want your perspective about well, my this. perspective is I'd, that. I don't know what to trust. I don't know what to trust. Like, at one point, I really respect him for a few things. That whatever he said in his election, he's following through on that. I haven't seen many politicians back in India follow through on their promises of what they really wanted to, uh, of things that they said uh, to get elected. So he said that he wanted a wall, and he is going after it like a madman. He he's he's delivering, or he's at least trying to deliver what he said to the people of America that he's going to deliver. Now I don't necessarily agree or disagree with the concept of wall because I'm not a homeland security expert to comment if a wall is indeed going to help. It's not going to keep it's illegal immigrants out I'm, or not. But no, it's not going to help, and I'm telling you why. I, but again, that's your opinion. Are you a homeland security expert? No, but I'm but I'm uh, a person that I'm from Mexico, so I know how people are skillful. They're yeah, dig a tunnel under the wall. No, I mean they what they do, and uh, I don't know. Correct me, uh, people, if 
if I'm wrong, but the thing that they do is that you get your visa approved uh -huh. for uh, like tourist visa, normal uh -huh. visa, uh -huh. tourist visa. So you you get that, and then you travel to the U.S. Uh -huh. You buy your tickets uh -huh. uh, two ways, uh -huh. and then you get here and you stay. Uh -huh. But then, That's why it. are there stories about people trying to cross the border illegally? Of course, there are people that cr that that do that, but it's not the it's not the majority. So they're not gonna stop the majority of people. Mm -hmm. The majority of people do that. But you know, there is a possibility that these people don't feel confident that they have a valid reason to even visit U.S. or even to apply for U.S. visa because maybe they don't speak a word of English, and they are poor, and they don't uh, know that they can get through from the legal pathways and that's why i think they go the route of illegal immigration no yeah i i don't i don't i mean i don't uh, it's very it's very easy uh to to get your your visa approved in mexico i know it is really easy but there is still people who are going i know uh, i know that illegally. yeah of course but the mm -hmm. thing is that it's not the majority mm. so they want to stop the majority mm -hmm. to coming to the US. Mm. But they are not so they achieving just stop that. stop giving visitor visa to the Mexicans. Exactly. Okay. So maybe well, that... I'm glad you made it. I mean, I think mm -hmm. there are, I mean, it's very, for me, it doesn't make sense, the mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I, so I don't, I, I want to know what you think about this. So the reason why I don't support, uh, Trump, it's because he talks shit about my people. Yeah. He talks shit about my people. Mm -hmm. So, even though I'm living here mm -hmm. and I'm enjoying and I really appreciate everything that has come with... with The American um, life. With the American, the American life. American and, I'm and I'm very respectful. Very, mm -hmm. very respectful. And that's why, also, I, I think I, I wouldn't be able to discuss politics... Uh, with a with a Trump supporter, it's because I'm very respectful, but I don't support because they, he talks shit about my people, mm -hmm. and I'm Mexican. I am okay. I'm Mexican, oh. even though I'm living here at Stony Heights in my very uh, dream um, American dream. Mm -hmm. I'm still Mexican. That's true, but he's not Mexican president. He's president of the United States of America, and so he needs to look out for the interest of the people of USA. So when he makes policies which are harsh towards immigration he is looking out for his own people and that's why i think people like him he is very strict about caring for the americans and he's uh, just he doesn't care about people who are not from the u.s and but do you think this makes sense like me uh oh it totally makes sense you are mexican and that's what you believe you are because you just moved to the well, u.s I, yeah and for me, the line is a little hazy because I've been here six years. I know. I applied for citizenship. Mm -hmm. I'll become a I citizen know. in about eight to ten months. Yeah. And I can't wait for it because I'm desperate to get a U.S. passport and feel this sense of power. And I think that's how I associate being in America. It's a powerful thing for me. To no, be able I, to get the U.S. passport. I totally know, agree. Here. Yeah. I totally agree, and that's why my 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 heart. I don't I don't know if my heart, but maybe uh, my mind 
it's in this uh, in this constant fight mm-hmm. of for one side I understand why Americans support Trump but in the other side I'm Mexican mm-hmm. so that's where like as you said I feel very happy to be living here like I mm-hmm. really I I've never been as happy mm-hmm. uh, accomplishing professional goals accomplishing mm-hmm. uh, personal goals and this is what America has mm-hmm. given me so tell me a little bit about difference in your job in US and Mexico what's different why do you feel more fulfilled here or is it just the money or is it the work culture work culture what is different it's the money mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I think it's also the work culture mm-hmm. I think what about work culture so I think uh, work culture in Mexico it's Oh. Be careful what you say. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. No, oh, I mean, be, be upfront about it. Be honest about it. I guess. I don't know. So, I don't know. It's it's very difficult. But what I like here is that it's very um, multicultural. So here, for example, my boss is from Korea. So mm-hmm. I get uh, uh, his perspective about... Uh, about the business so yeah so tell me how is your boss, Korean boss different from your Mexican boss so my Korean boss is very um, he works a lot he's mm-hmm. very smart mm-hmm. uh, he is I know that my Mexican boss is not gonna hear this so I can I can I can be I even can your be, Korean uh, boss is not gonna hear this uh, like, who, yeah yeah I don't think he's gonna hear neither but but he's very he's very uh, I think very um, straight mm-hmm. and square. He's he has a square mind. <laughs> uh, your Mexican boss is a strict, uh, so he's very close-minded. You mean? Yeah, he's very close-minded, and I like that we can communicate uh, with. Uh, we don't. We don't. We just say. The enough enough words we don't we do not say we don't we're not saying uh gossips or like any not in, in mexico or here here like okay here just the words that are needed okay hey, did you do that yeah uh are you gonna are you gonna so here it's more professional yeah and i like that because and how is it back home it's not it's uh, mike for my experience there were a lot of gossips and uh, he was competition competition and then, um, okay I don't know pretty boring actually very mm-hmm. very boring and mm-hmm. here it's very different mm-hmm. so you like your job here I really like my job I like the building we work we work in mm-hmm. it's a really nice building yeah and you sit in the nicer part of the building but yeah go on <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. well anyhow I don't know I I I I just wanted to say that. What do you think about Indian food? Oh, not Indian food. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about Indian food for a change. <laughs> I was gonna say, what do you think about American food? But no, we, Indian let's food. Let's talk about food in general. Oh man, you're you're killing me now because I just talked about po- American politics, and now I'm gonna talk against Mexican food because what? I, yeah, because because if I accept that Indian food is the best food, then I'm I'm. T- 
<laughs> you're leaving your people behind. Yeah, exactly. So oh it's God. the second, the second. So Mexican food is the second best. No, after. no, no, no. It's Indian. Definitely, it's so good, so good. So I'm confused. Which is the number one? India no, or I Mexico? cannot let my people down. So mm. it's second. No way! You yeah. just said that <laughs> Indian food is the best food ever. It's really good, All right, man. Just for the record of the podcast, she admitted that uh. Indian food is better than Mexican food. <laughs> So all couple of times, couple of times <laughs> before we, rec- yeah, mm-hmm. it's really good, really good. I love it. And that mm-hmm. place that we, that we visit, that uh, they're mm-hmm. they're not sponsoring us, but well, we should advertise them anyhow, and then maybe we will get them to You're give right. us free food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have an Indian restaurant that we go to, and it's called uh, New Little India. It's in. Shelby Township, Michigan, and they have the best Indian food I've eaten in the United States in my six years here. And Laura obviously yeah, hasn't eaten much, hasn't tried much. No, I've I've tried, tried some. Many yeah, places? well, okay. not 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 many, but maybe three or four. Okay. And I and that that place it's definitely mm-hmm. my favorite one. It's mm-hmm. really the the taste, uh, mm-hmm. the I don't know. It's it's really good, mm-hmm. and I like the place also. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what I think about yeah. Indian food. Yeah. <laughs> and and what about salsa? You I've seen that you've gone dancing here a lot. How's the difference the dance culture from Mexico? So I think, I think salsa around the world dancing, but especially salsa, uh, it's, I think it's very similar in every mm-hmm. part of the world it's very similar okay. i think it you is just grab anybody and start dancing yeah. with them yeah, yeah it is it's it's part of the culture you know you uh even if you have uh, even if your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever it's also they also i mean the couple dance mm-hmm. you're not like you can dance with whomever you want mm-hmm so this is something that was a cultural shock for me when I came to U.S. So I, I moved to U.S. in 2012 and I was staying in Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, our anchor stopped. But no, don't worry. We're we're recording in Audacity. Okay. Just follow, uh, minimize and keep hitting your recording. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. So about so, salsa, your shock. Yeah. So my cultural shocks... Uh, one of my cultural shocks when I moved to U.S. was going to a salsa class. And it was in the basement of a place in Ann Arbor. The cafe, It was called Habana Cafe. Mm-hmm. We're having issues with Anchor. Anyhow, we're, we're recording in Audacity. So everything is recording. We can... Okay. So... I was talking about this place, Habana, and especially when I saw people dance bachata for the first time, I was like, this is so intimate, and you are just getting close to a stranger right off the bat, and then this girl is going on to dance with some other guy, and then some other guy, and then some other guy, and that was a big cultural shock for me, now that I think about it, and I I literally joined salsa so I can dance with women and get close (laughs) to them. And uh, bachata was one of my favorites, obviously. But I don't know, it's something about it. I haven't really put in the effort to go learn it. Why? Do I you like know. it? 
Do you like the music? I like it, but the thing that I don't like about it is that it is such a construct. It is like you are learning the steps and then you are repeating those steps and the girl is following what she learned on how to follow. And I think that's where I need to wrap my head around it that it is like a language. You learn the words and then you form letters. Uh, sorry, you learn you learn the alphabet, then you learn to form words and then you learn to form sentences and then you create a conversation. And that's what I think somebody explained to me what dance or salsa is about. It's a language. You say something and the other person responds in a way because they have learned how to respond. So leader and follower. So I think because I am I am from I, I am Latina, mm -hmm. uh, maybe that that wasn't uh I mean I I I was born with the idea that you can dance with many people with 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 many people like you don't have to stay and, and that's why it's part of your culture when you greet people you kiss them on the cheek exactly it yeah the the intimacy not the intimacy but the physical touch is part of your culture. And yeah. is it part of European culture too, you think? Or just yeah, of the course. No. Spanish-speaking communities, just the Latin communities? No, because, for example, now that, that, our, peop that our people hearing know what, uh, what Chaldeans are, uh -huh. Chaldeans, Chaldean men uh -huh. kiss twice. twice. Like they, uh, when they say hi. Oh, really? Uh -huh. okay. Chaldean men. Same with girls. Interesting. Now I'm thinking about someone who might be <laughs> kissing you on the cheeks. <laughs> that I can't say the name of. But for the purposes of the podcast, for all guys that we're going to talk about, we're going to call them fab. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. Okay. But, well, anyhow. Anyhow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, for me, it's very... It's very common. It's not. It's not... Uh, I, I I didn't I wasn't shocked about it. I've never been shocked about intimacy, but the, like that that type mm -hmm. of intimacy. But the thing is that I have the other shock. What's that? So it is really weird. For example, in Mexico, um, it, in Christmas, Christmas time, you mm -hmm. know, when we uh, when when vacations start and you say goodbye to your. Uh, friends in or your colleagues in work, mm -hmm. you always hug them and say Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm. Mer Happy New Year. Okay. You, you say, uh, yeah. And you hug them. Okay. Uh, your colleagues, even the ones you don't like. Yeah. Like okay. your group, your team, your team, your work mm -hmm. team. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, if you don't like them, but still you need to do it because it's a courtesy. You know, you hug, you give a hug and. I don't know if shake hands, but a hug, yeah, definitely. Um, so here it was very different. So when when I went went to went for vacation, uh, and and yeah, it was the Christmas Christmas vacation, week, Christmas, uh, Christmas week, week yeah. yeah. They only said Merry Christmas, and they left, mm -hmm. and that's so weird because I was mm -hmm. expecting like oh. Like we never, I mean, we never hug, but it's Christmas, man. Like you mm. need to give, give like, me some real wishes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't just tell me to just go uh -huh. sleep at your home for two weeks and come back to work. Exactly. Like uh. that's so weird to me. I don't know. 
if if do you hug in India like that? Like for I don't know. Do you hug at all? Well, do you kiss? No, we don't kiss. There is no kissing. You only kiss if a person is your wife or your girlfriend. You don't kiss your female friends on the cheek. Hugging is becoming more common now, I would say, but this kissing on the cheek is very European. It's not part of our culture. And when Do you I, shake hands? Yeah, you shake hands. Yeah. And if I remember, no, you don't do namaste with your hands closed in front of your chest. <laughs> That's just a more like movies thing. Okay. Oh, now you're sending me back to my days of my university, which were really difficult days for me because <clears throat> I used to be very shy, just like most Indian guys are in front of women because it's very strange, very different. Is Punjabi Punjabi small small city? Punjab is a state. It's not that small. I would say it's smaller than Michigan, but it is very decent sized state. So, what were we talking about? What was he, What were you asking? Yeah, you were you were talking about your university experiences and how it was very difficult because. Uh, you know about this already, but anyhow, I will say it again. <laughs> no, but, but I think it's interesting. I mean. It's interesting. It is painful to um, grow up in India as a guy because you have crush on these girls, but you don't know how to say anything. You can't really be openly be friends with women. Like guys are teasing you if you're friends with women. But I don't know. Maybe some people don't agree with me on this, but that's my personal experience of my childhood. Like I didn't feel comfortable openly talking to girls so i think now that uh like coming to the u.s and living in this culture that i don't know it's not it's not as it's it's not as close or and or intimate as a latin a latin culture mm. but it's still i think it is more than what you had uh, of course yeah so, Like, I think everything must must have been a shock about that in in that mm-hmm. in that aspect. Yeah, it was a shock and a pleasant one. For <laughs> <laughs> when I went to a nightclub, for example, and I learned the concept of grinding. Oh my god! Oh my like, god! I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> it is so unreal. Like, you can just grind with a stranger. Yeah, it, it, and. A, they don't mind it's just part of dancing i don't know it's like pretty strange yeah yeah i don't know for me as i as as i told you it was the opposite is it part of mexican culture or latin culture yeah it is but not like i am very you're a good girl that's what you want to say no for example about bachata let's talk about bachata uh-huh. so i learned bachata when i was in mexico and mm. i learned it for For maybe uh, I don't know a year probably, so at first when when the steps are when when we're you're learning the first moves, those ones are not very intimate. Mm-hmm. You know you you stay away from your from your um, dancing couple, mm-hmm. right? But when you start to get more advanced, mm-hmm. you start grinding more. Well, it's different. It's not grinding. Well, it's I don't know. Touching chest, chest, chest with chest. I don't know. Yeah. 
<laughs> so You're making the air disappear exactly so two bodies so i learned how to do it but i don't feel comfortable dancing with with any with with strangers like I don't, that i don't dance like that i don't feel comfortable and i just dance but uh, i've seen you dance very close yeah like but that's not no 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 but that's not so there is another level of course like like this like legs between legs oh you don't dance like that no with your no new guy no okay good for me no (laughs) i mean not with with my with my dance uh i don't know i think it's a thing that you need to develop um trust with your dance with your dance uh what kind of trust are we talking that there will be no yeah i mean that it's just dancing and that you feel comfortable about it okay yeah so yeah with but with my new think, uh, with my new uh dance partner mm-hmm. i think you you start developing that uh that trust and also another thing is that sometimes it happens but sometimes. when dancing mm-hmm. you need to be very professional mm. so if you're dancing you're dancing you you're not mixing any feeling uh so you know that you're dancing and you can as you said it's a conversation and you can have a really nice conversation and even a loving conversation but when the dance it's over it's over mm-hmm. it's over so don't you think two people can develop romantic feelings just through dancing and then it can continue to become a relationship it happens but Well, what do you mean when the dance is over it's over so how can you shake off the feelings so let's say you're dancing because you know that it's a dance it's just a dance well that's what you are trying to define it as my definition of bachata is that that's the way you develop feelings for someone <laughs> and then once the feelings are developed you continue from there and then make it a relationship but i think it's because you don't dance as often as i do And oh, and also you're a girl, so you're not gonna just develop relationships with ten guys in a night because you're dancing with ten guys. Do you imagine? But I, I mean, don't develop that as well. But I'm thinking that if you like someone to that extent, mm-hmm. and then you are dancing, and there is chemistry from both sides. But if you and that's what might be the case with you that you have made this belief system that it is just a dance, and you're not gonna let it. sway into a romantic conversation that you might be finding it hard to get close to this new dancing partner of yours i think it's i think you need to difference differentiate be, uh-huh. dif- differentiate be- between dancing and how becoming rom- close romantic no and how the like how do you conversate how do you speak when mm-hmm. you're dancing You you said that the dancing was a was a language, right? Yeah. So when you dance, you kind of speech, uh, you speak in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're a great dancer, and maybe if we dance together, mm-hmm. we can, we can, do this great conversation. But I've experienced that you can have that in mm-hmm. the dance floor, mm-hmm. but whenever you go out mm-hmm. of the dance floor and you maybe want to talk more, that person it's. it they you don't you don't feel anything anything because uh, you simply don't yeah what well, is such a waste i think <laughs> why 
<laughs> well, if you have amazing physical chemistry on the dance floor, but he, you're not transferring that into the actual conversation, that same expectation or chemistry, then you're just pretending that it's beautiful, this dancing conversation. Again, I haven't danced much, so I don't know how to express myself right now. But I feel that if I'm close to somebody in dancing and I'm feeling good, it's not because I'm doing good steps that I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good because I'm enjoying the the expectation of this other side of the romance that is possible. So actually talking about this and as you said, the language of dancing, I've heard that for example you have certain personality when mm-hmm. you speak in english and mm-hmm. then when you speak in punjabi mm-hmm. i don't know you have another personality got it you know you so what you're saying is when you're dancing you learn the language and, and maybe you, you have another personality okay so maybe i need to dance more and see what personality comes out yeah maybe because uh for, for example about about uh English and and your first language that you know well Punjabi your other or your Hindi. other yeah okay yeah so do you notice that uh, that change in your personality when you talk yeah in- for sure like for example I have never been in a relationship with an Indian girl so I don't know how to romance in Indian languages I only flirt and be romantic in English. So that's something I don't know how to be in Punjabi or Hindi. It's really hard actually for for me and I've found, I've experienced this. So like the girl, the Indian girl who was messaging me yesterday, she would try to insert some Hindi words in between her, just this talking and it made me uncomfortable. Like I didn't know how to answer and be flirtatious at the same time. It, it's awkward for me to speak in Punjabi and Hindi with a girl who I'm trying to flirt with. So would you say that your personality in Hindi or Punjabi mm-hmm. uh, is... Is not of a flirt? It, it's intro, It's an introvert personality? Maybe. Do you like that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really want to know. Do mm-hmm. you think so? Or, or a shy? Or are you shy? No, so my personality overall is still the same. I'm still the guy who wants to make others laugh and be the life of the party. Do you joke? Do you? Do you? I joke in other languages too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, haven't you seen my mom laugh around the house when I'm speaking to her in our language? Still, I'm still making her yeah, laugh. Yeah, but that's but but I can't. I I mean, my mom also laughs at my jokes, and I'm not sure if I if you're if funny. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will let you know when you start being funny. Keep trying. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's something I haven't experienced. I don't think I've ever experienced this. I don't know. That might never be, say uh, never, my friend. Never say never. Well, I need to learn Spanish next. That's my goal. Really? Yeah, I want to be able to make love in Spanish. Okay. And S- flirt. In I Spanish? Think, yeah. So I might have to practice with someone I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
I don't know. No, I really want to learn Spanish. So let's talk about that. How do I start? Do you know? Or because you're a native speaker, you don't know how to learn Spanish. Exactly. Yeah, so for me, like it would be very mean, difficult. So if I wanted to teach you, I don't... Uh, maybe I, I would need to go uh, to how I learned to speak English. How old were you when you started to learn English? I was probably six years old. Okay. So you've learned it just like people learn it in their school. Like I learned English starting house. at four. And But I don't think it's impossible to mm-hmm. learn uh, at our age because uh I have I have family that that they uh, they they move from from Australia and their native language is Finnish mm-hmm. and uh, they speak really good, really good Spanish. Mm-hmm. So I don't think, mm-hmm. and they are like, I don't know, 35, 40, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't think it's impossible. But maybe you'd need to go, uh, maybe you'd need to live in a, mm-hmm. in a country where Spanish is the, is the, the, the first language. Yeah. So what kind of men do Mexican women generally like? Not not about you, but generally what kind of men do they like? Oh, uh, I don't I oh man, that's a I think um or it's probably different for everybody, right? Of course it's different from from for everybody, but I'm going to try to make um I'm going to try to make a general statement. Exactly. I'm I'm sorry if I if I <laughs> if I fuck it but um I think Mexican women that it's not my case but I think Mexican women like uh machos you know Oh really? I think oh, so. Oh, I'm not a macho at all. Like Well, uh, you're not. But you would agree, right? I'm not the macho guy that you are picturing in your head that Mexican women like. Well, When you said at the beginning of the podcast that you were expecting a woman, you used to mm-hmm. expect a woman to do certain things. Uh, oh, okay. So that's that's kind of the yeah. uh, not in the big cities. In big cities, but we don't like that. But that's that's definition of macho. In Mexico, yeah. What's uh, your definition of macho? My definition of macho is the cool dude guy with spiky hair and then who uh, wears nice glasses and nice clothes and doesn't care about women and is very hot looking goes to club and you know he has his way around the space and all women are gravitating towards him something oh, like yeah. that. Oh yeah, they'll probably yeah, <laughs> that's Girls the definition <laughs> of macho. Yeah, well that too. Maybe girls in Mexico would like that too. <laughs> It's not my case. It's not my case, but yeah. Why is it not your case? You're blushing and you're laughing and clearly you like this no, definition of this I guy. No, I don't. The spiky don't. hair. No. And the cool dude. The guitar player. No, man. No, not at all. No, it's not so my type. So for the record, you don't like guitar players. Well. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about that because actually right now I am in a very not stable no i'm I'm not in a very stable um romantic part of my life so i don't want to still know what you like it doesn't doesn't hurt to to say it to say it to tell the people 
of this universe what kind of guy you like and then i'll talk about what kind of girl i like or i can go first okay so you go first <laughs> <laughs> obviously <laughs> all right so what kind of girls i like so the traditional type that i've liked in the past has been white white women um tall slim they take care of their health i've been very superficial about it but recently uh-huh uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no no um i think my type is still pretty much the same as the as the white women uh, when it comes to physical attraction that's what i get attracted to and uh yeah that's pretty much about it i'm pretty simple straightforward guy and uh as far as the personality goes i am not sure what i like because whatever i have liked in the past hasn't worked very well for a long time so i'm still figuring out um okay so so about physically me. and personality wise okay so go physically mhm very very easy uh i like the combination of very dark hair mm-hmm. very dark hair and very fair skin dark hair and fair skin so dark beard not hair no hair and beard and uh-huh. and everything like i i i like the 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 contrast yeah i like the contrast i don't like i don't like uh blunt But hairs you don't like european style men basically. i don't like them i don't mm-hmm. I, naturally i don't like them mm-hmm. but if the personality suits to what i like mm-hmm. i i mean i don't i i prefer personality mm-hmm. rather than than and what kind of personality do you like mm, interesting interesting uh, smart smart uh we're not smarter than you exactly <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, I I I I like smart, um interesting, um and the basic the basics, uh, respectful, honest. What about money? Do you think you have a certain type or expectations from the guy when it comes to money? Like Not should, at all. Should he treat you Not with his money? Not at all. You can make your own money Not so you don't all. care. I don't care. I don't I don't really care. That's the girl I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz all the girls that I have come across they have this expectation that I should be paying for them and supporting no. their life. Oh, come on. So there is hope looking at you. I feel there is hope. There is women out there who do not expect you to just pay for their stuff and No, because them. 